Hey, what's going on? It is the Manfuse Podcast. I am Kay Lee, your host, my co-host, Ben H., as always, hanging out with me. So today we're going to discuss cocaine in the workplace. You normally don't get news that they found cocaine in a small baggie inside a cubby hole inside the White House. Yeah, dime bag in the White House. Who could it be? Who's using booger sugar <laughs> in the walls of the White House? Now, but I guarantee there's a bunch of people snorting coke or meth up in the fucking White House working all hours of the damn night. Don't tell me there are no drug addicts in the White House. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, it's a pretty dire situation. A dime bag of blow in the White House. And, and they found it in a cubby. Yeah. A cubby. That is widely used because if you tour the White House, they do, I believe, take your phones or you have to store some of your items that you can't bring everywhere on the tour, I yeah. believe, like your cell phone, you know, your uh, your Coke bag. But I mean, shit, your Coke bag should be in your little pocket in your pants yeah. or in your wallet or something. Well, dude, they got pictures of Hunter with crack pipes and all kinds of weird now things. was it a coincidence was hunter outside of the white house that day or where was it he in the vicinity i don't know the timeline i mean he's obviously he's always there and actually. he smokes crack he's, he's a fucking yeah. true nightmare he's very much involved and biden he's like probably biden's anytime someone brings him up you know it's coming. Oh, my God, my asshole son. This guy's a fucking black sheep of the family. Well, there's video of he and his family, Jill Biden and Joe Biden. They're all standing out on, like, the the terrace of the Capitol, or maybe it's the back terrace of the White House or something. I don't know the whole timeline of when it was found in this, but Hunter is just, like, rubbing his nose and, like, he is wiping his up. brow. Oh, he is jacked he, yeah, up. He looks completely geeked Licking up. Licking his lips because yeah. his face is numb. Like I'll be vulnerable. You know, I I have partied uh, a decent amount in my days. I'm He's no, a party uh, animal. I'm no uh, Tommy Lee or, you know, fucking some of these people that are just Mickey yeah. Six where I've fucking died and had to be fucking, mm. had a shot in the heart to be resurrected. You but did? No, I didn't. Oh. I'm, I'm not one of those people. But You're I not did, one of them. I did go through a pretty call it a bad cycle for me I'm doing blow a lot yeah. when I was younger and, and I had a problem with it and I think it was it was just a bad cycle it was you like some would say from the outside I was addicted but like I had this drug dealer that was living like right down the street yeah and he knew like if he came by I was gonna get some right and it was on one of these things where it was like all right I'm not doing it today yeah and then this asshole would come by and right. the next thing you know I'd be fucking snorting a line of coke yeah, yeah. but when you've been around Coke and people who do it, yes. you can spot it. Like it's a t like they have a tell That's from right. a mile away. Yes. They're absolutely. constantly licking their lips. They're you know, they're moving their face. They just yes. they're 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 not at ease. No. Because they're gacked the fuck up. Yeah. And they're probably thinking to themselves, God, I want another line right now. That's right. I, I heard that the dopamine hit from blow lasts about nine minutes. And here's the thing. Which it's, is and then it's like, you crash. Well, here's the thing. And this is the same thing. With, and I've never smoked crack. But I know from people who have. Uh -huh. And I know the first time you smoke crack, just like the first time you probably use cocaine and get that feeling, you spend every other day or every other time you use that yeah. trying to get yeah. that first high yeah. 
right. which you will never get, again. never get it again. So therefore, when you do, co- it's like you keep you do more of it right. because you want to try to get to that level. Right. And what ends up happening is, is you know, the first time you do coke. I mean, for me, I'm like, oh, this. Is, I had the best time that night. And then as you keep doing it, well, now you're not having a good time. And now it's turned into something completely different. And yeah. now it's making you reclusive instead of outgoing and, and talking to everyone. Now you don't want to talk to anybody. You just want to be alone with your Coke. And right. that's that probably goes with any addiction, you know, like w- with any substance abuse. Well, narcotics are a special kind of thing, you know. It's a special way, kind of hell. Yeah, and the way that they destroy your life and 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 ultimately make if you go if you go too far down the rabbit hole, turn you into someone completely different, have you doing things that you would never do. It it literally overtakes you in the form of addiction. Really very harmful, but anyway, but what a fucking nightmare. So yeah. the secret service is coming in, they're questioning people, they're fingerprinting they're the fingerprinting, yeah. The baggie. Right. You know, we they, still don't know the results. And I don't know that we ever will. Probably Even if not. they know the results. Yeah. You know, they're looking do the cubbies have cameras right. on it? Now they have a record of every person that comes through that door. That's right. But you've got people who work in the white house mm-hmm. you've got the help of the white house you know the the maids the 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 cooks and then you've got the tourists so how many people came through the fucking white house doors Dude, in a day i mean probably this hundreds whole, this whole administration is such a disgrace mm-hmm. and it's a disgrace because it's being intentionally done this way to show weakness if it's not being intentionally done to show weakness, it's the most Mickey it's Mouse even worse. It's the most Mickey Mouse operation you've ever fucking well, seen. Well, it appears to be, but it's quite not, right? Because the, they are running the country. You know, I mean, they are running the executive branch of the government. And I'm not saying everything they do is but bad. Yeah. I am. <laughs> okay. Uh, the country is still running. It's still running, whether we like the way it's running. Well, it's running. I mean, we got Biden walking in front of the uh, that's the king. I, it's just a disgrace. I mean, everything that's being done, yeah, sure, it's still being done, but but it's being done in a way that is so unnecessarily bad for us that right. it doesn't make sense, I guess is the best way for me to say it. You can look at a situation and say, I could do it this way or I could do it this way. The way that they're doing a multitude of different things is really bad for us. It's bad for the United States of America, for example. I'll give you an example. Please. 15 million people have come across the southern border since Biden took office. 15 million. Now, are they, they're not all residing here. Oh, yes, they are. It is open border. Right now, it's open border. People are coming in by the millions. And we're not sending anyone out. We're not stopping them. Well, where the fuck are they then? We don't know. They're, They're shipping them to different cities all over the United States. Okay. It is absolute insanity. So that's just one thing. We could go through a multitude of different things. I mean, we could go through foreign policy. We could talk about how they're dealing with China. We could talk about how we could talk about the Russian Ukraine situation, which they created, by the way. We've put two hundred billion toward that. The way we left Afghanistan, the biggest military embarrassment of all time. For the United States of America, people don't forget about that shit. You know yeah, what I'm saying? That like, pullout was an embarrassment. It was an embarrassment. Why do you think that Russia and then and then what happened? All of a sudden, Putin's firing missiles at Ukraine. Now you got Biden saying, "Oh, we're out of ammo. 
we're so, running low on ammo. So let me ask you a question, and I have a little inside information. So there was something that Biden, I saw on social media, and it was a clip of Biden accidentally slipping yeah. when he said something. Yeah, does that. He ma- well, he made, a, uh, he made a remark that people were like questioning, did he just fucking slip? And he made a remark about the war in Iraq. Yeah. We have, my wife Erin and I mm-hmm. are, are close with a couple the dad, who's currently in the military, right? I guess decently high up. I thought he was somehow in the medical side of things. His wife was talking with my wife the other day, and he got a call saying that at any moment he was going to be shipped out and deployed for a year. And my wife goes, is he going to Iraq? His wife just looked at her because technically she's not supposed to say anything, mm-hmm. right? It's not not supposed to be shared, but she basically implied that he was. That's interesting. What the fuck is going on in Iraq right now? Biden made a slip and someone close to me right. is saying he is going to be deployed for a year. Okay. To handle something, and his wife basically insinuated that, yes, he's going to Iraq. So what is going on in Iraq that the media, yeah, or maybe they are reporting about it. No, I haven't not. heard a fucking lick no, about not. anything. They're not, just like they're not reporting about the dime bag, just like they're not reporting about, you know, anything. It's ridiculous, but... Do you um, know of anything going on in Iraq right certainly. now? Certainly. Oh, yeah. The biggest game, the biggest game in town has been brewing for decades and it's called iran and that is something that is very much at the forefront of the foreign policy of the leadership that we have in office right now who are the career politician the career elite you could call them illuminati you can call them whatever they you want they are the political class the ruling class And they want constant war. You could call it the military-industrial complex, whatever you want to call it. They want perpetual war, okay? And Iran has been a target of theirs for a very long time. And this administration, whether it continues or not, is in question, of course, because there's an election coming up, right? So they don't know if they have another four years. This is coming to a close. And so that would be my guess, is that they're going to try to make a move on Iran. But... Is Iran trying to take over Iraq? Certainly, yes. Are the, they so basically have. Iran. Is, Iran, yeah. Iraq has its own government now. Which has become a, a um, sub-state of Iranian control. So now the U.S. is going, oh no, you're not going to take over this country. Is that basically... That's right. Or is the strategy to leave allow them to come in so that we have a reason to go back and push them out. Now we have a war because Iran is directly on the border of Iraq. So now you have a war. You see what I'm saying? So so there could be a strategy in how we left, let them come in and then utilize that. Hey, we can't let, we can't let the most evil regime mankind has ever seen. We can't let the mullahs take over Iraq. Look at all the trillions of dollars. So now we have a reason to fight them. 
I don't know that. We don't, don't know, know the end game. Right? Yeah, I don't know anything. But that would be my guess. If you have troops deploying to Iraq, the other thing is that geographically, Iraq is directly south of Ukraine. Um, there's a pretty long distance between there, but it's directly south of huh. Ukraine. So it could be that because we have access to Iraq, you know what I mean, that, that we would do a troop buildup in Iraq in preparation for going to war with Russia because... Or Iran. <laughs> or Iran. Or both. Or we could get our ass kicked. It's very, very bad right now. The situation that these guys have put us in is just like... Has it ever been good? Yeah. Like, I mean, for how long? Maybe, well, I guess it's your definition of good. I think the idea that I have, which would be, regardless of however it has been, if it were up to me, if I were the president of the United States, I would want to keep good relations, obviously, internationally. I would want to largely let countries run however they want to run. But I and would I be would want strong. To, of course, very strong. You don't want to, you know, but I would focus on the United States. I would focus on our interests. Infrastructure, I would focus on, homeless, our right, citizens. I would focus on, on spending money that, by the way, is debt for our children okay we're spending trillions of dollars to go blow up the ukraine and all this kind of craziness you or know to give to ukraine to blow up and defend against russia which ultimately they antagonize the war in the first place and and there's no way that they can defend against russia all of these reports about ukraine fighting and winning and pushing the russians back and launching their offensive it's so temporary you know and now we're trying to now they want to give them f-16s and cluster bombs cluster bombs okay were completely outlawed by uh i don't know if it was the geneva code the united nations made cluster bombs illegal in warfare you can't blow other people up why with this anymore is that because they are so devastating um, they're so devastating that, and they kill so many civilians. Is that when they drop, it's like multitudes of them. There's like, so, a, a, like, it's like a trail of them that just. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah. Yeah. So what cluster bombs do is they blow up above the ground and shoot out other bombs. Yeah. That blow up all over mm. the place like in the, the air. It's like on the, the bombs ground. have babies. Yes. Baby exactly. bombs. Hey, dust these old fucking things so off. Cluster <laughs> bombs to hit Russia with. That's not good. Russia is no fucking joke. The idea that they are is a mistake. Well, I mean, but they are pretty sloppy and their fight has been pretty weak in their but I'm not but they do have stamina and they do have They've got the numbers, man, and they I, I mean, I'm just saying Well, they'll make the numbers because they'll send every citizen to die. Russians are very proud to be Russians. You know, I mean, I think Putin has like a a really high favorability rating. And, you know, these people but are still like even after the, the results of this war. Yeah, absolutely. They're in support of it. I mean, what they're saying is, hey, we're not going to let the West continue to push our borders. We're not going to let the West invade us. The West wants to take control of us. Well, that's just his narrative to stay in control. But it's also true. The West wants a regime change. In Russia. Why well, else would we be spending a trillion dollars over there by the end of the year? But, I mean, um, but in our defense, he's evil as fuck. He oppresses his people. Kinda. I mean, they elected him. They could elect somebody else. There's worse people in Russia. They have elections there. I mean, maybe he's got a grip of power, but who gives a shit? I mean, there's inequities throughout the world. You know, on one of our other subjects we'll discuss, there's actually more slavery in the world right now than there's ever been. There's more people enslaved. 
right about now. about human trafficking and shit like that. That's Half part of, of it. them are human trafficking, but there's more slavery today in the world. More people are actually enslaved today by the numbers than ever before. So we can't solve all the world's problems. We just can't. we got to focus at home is all I'm saying. I'm not saying that it's right, it's wrong, it's bad, or it's good. I mean, really, when you and I set out to affect something, I mean, the first thing that you affect is those around you. You want to change the world, you probably got to change it from Within. where you are. That's right. And then have that spread out. Within and yourself, so, within but your you're life, right. within if, your family. If all your resources are going outward and you're not spending shit and yeah. to to enhance the the base. I mean, look, I'm no fan of Saddam Hussein, but he did a pretty good job running Iraq. He did. He was oppressive, you know, and a dictator and all and those things. Murderer and a and, and and so is the current guy who's leading I mean, look at what they're doing in Iran. Look at what they're doing in Syria. Look at what they do in Jordan. I mean, in Saudi Arabia, there's place in the world where you get killed for being gay. I mean, you know, all I'm saying is that we've got to focus on our own shit here at home because if we think we can go out there picking fights with China, with Russia, you know, there was a time when our military technology was super superior. And, you know, it still is. We left a lot of our military technology current day in Afghanistan. Yeah, for Guess the, who has that now? The Taliban. And Russia and Iran and China. I mean, they have all of our they're shit. They're examining it and fucking... Now they're reproducing it. I mean... They're uh, reverse engineering it. Of course, that's what China does. I mean, they are the manufacturing powerhouse of the planet. So we're not necessarily at, at such an advantage when it as it pertains to like a ground... War. Now, you wouldn't want to come over here, but if this keeps going, the idea of a fight on American soil becomes more and more and more possible. And that's in your backyard. And we don't think that can happen to us. The way that these guys are playing chess right now is they're building quite an alliance against us because they're fucking poking bears, dude. They're out there fucking with people. And I'm not for it personally. It's crazy. All right. I mean, nuclear is so bad. It's so bad now. I mean, Hiroshima and Nagasaki, but that's like a t-ball game compared to the nuclear bombs and shit now that are going to start flying if we have nuclear war. It's quite dire. How did we get on this? Oh, the dime bag. It was all from the oh, coke. Fucking you see what happens? <laughs> cocaine is a hell of a drug. It's all from the dime bag. Yeah, yeah. That's what cocaine does. Even talk about it, and we just start ranting. Well, in other news, something <laughs> came out across my feed that I wanted to uh, put through if I could. Since we're on this topic, I think that that what I'm about to play is such a freaking far out thing, but it could be an answer for exactly what we're talking about here. Now for the real news, a recent tweet from Roger Stone has ignited speculation about a potential Trump-Kennedy ticket in 2024. Stone's tweets suggest that combining Trump's anti-establishment appeal with Kennedy's historic charm could bring about a seismic shift in American politics. This alliance has the potential to unite polarized factions, challenge the status quo, and reshape the political landscape. Trump's bold vision and unfiltered communication style, coupled with Kennedy's commitment to social justice and diplomatic nuance, create a formidable force that rivals any contender. While opposition is expected, the resonance of a Trump-Kennedy ticket with the American electorate could be unprecedented, offering hope for those tired of bureaucratic inefficiency and political elitism. 
Whether this fusion ticket becomes a cornerstone of American history remains to be seen, but its potential impact is undeniable. Get the full story and the reaction by tapping the link in our bio. I don't know if you've paid much attention to RFK Jr. Uh, I've heard, I, I mean, a little bit. He's fantastic. <laughs> I love him. He's just one. I mean, he's wonderful. Dude. Okay. And I don't care. I'd vote for him. I don't care if he's a Democrat or a Republican. I'd still, I would vote for the guy. I mean, absolutely. A lot of people don't like Trump. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't like Trump. I don't like any of them. Everybody has their own opinion and that's fine. But the point is that if you took Trump and RFK, that could potentially bring against what? Biden Harris. My idea of American values is that we're not split 50-50. I don't think we actually are. I don't think it's 51-49. I just don't believe that. I believe that there is a way that they can control the numbers to make it that way so that it looks close, so that if they need to, they can boom, hit a couple numbers, and somebody wins. And I think to really run away with something, you have to do it so big that it can't be marginalized it can't be denied yeah it can't be denied i think there's a 10 point fudge factor that exists but fudge factor if you could get 70 percent to vote a certain way and here's what this is about it's not about trump it's not about it's not about the name what it's about is it's about this idea that we all have individual sovereignty it's about the idea that we all have the right to go and do and be who we want to be that we have that we do have a government that's by the people and for the people and not the other way around because the way that we're going right now the direction we're heading right now it's not that way the values that are being espoused right now are not that way so regardless i think that's incredible news now whatever you think of roger stone whatever you think of the whole thing for me trump kennedy would be the ultimate presidential ticket and i feel like that's a bit of sunshine a bit of good news in a lot of the bad news that's going on right now and the truth is you're not going to see the bad news as much on cnn as much on the mainstream media you got to dig to find the truth here i mean well when the narrative is so is put out in such a mass a massive way you've really got to comb through that and and really yes. go after other perspectives and listen to people make other points. That's right. That, you know, one of the things in our, you know, podcast description, and I believe one of our five-star reviews that I posted on social media and sent you right. is that, you know, here we offer a common sense perspective. And honest. Yeah, and honest. Right and we, or wrong. And we don't take the media's, that narrative... As the truth. Could something that they say be true? I mean, very sure. possible. But we look and we're open to other perspectives and and people pointing out other points. Yeah. Because a lot of times you find out that what the media is spinning isn't true. No. You know, when it comes to light later down the road where you've already, like, moved on to something else. That's right. Because uh, that's the way our world works. That's right. We just, oh, that's horrible. We move on to the next. And it's just tomorrow. Right, right. And it's all faded behind us. We offer, you know, a common sense perspective. And in the review that we had, it's like, we say what needs to be said. That's right. Because we're not going to sugarcoat it. No. I mean, at all. It is what it is. We're open-minded enough to 
We, we're street smart. Um, I mean, I'm not the most book smart person, but I can fucking see what's in front of me. Absolutely. And I believe what I'm interpreting. Yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not trusting the source beyond what I see with my own eyes. I'm just not. And I love talking to people that don't agree with my views. I can calmly discuss those things and i learn a lot from people and i can be friends who with I those people with, yeah and i can be know? friends with them I, sure. we agree to disagree i'm open to changing my perspective if you can give me a better way of looking at it if you can give me a better way to look at it or a way that makes more sense i'm open to changing my perspective are you as open to changing your perspective as i am open to changing my perspective maybe not all the way in where you are, but I might decide toward you if you say something to me that makes sense. Even if it's something that I previously may have disagreed with, I'm open to listen and, and learn. Can we please talk about the fight of the billionaires? The fight of the century. Can we start? Is it even going to happen? I mean, there's a fight going on well, right, right now. Well, no, let's, It may never be a physical Now, fight. I don't have all the timeline information in front of me. Mark Zuckerberg billionaire, creator of Facebook slash Meta, very powerful guy, controls yes. a very powerful platform. Obviously. Um, He's the Zuck. Right. And then you've got Elon Musk, one That's of the most right. innovative badasses to this day, created Tesla, is sending rockets. He's ro the real rocket man. And they are sending shit up left and right. I mean, the news Constantly. reports very few wow. of the rockets and satellites and trips that are happening that's incredible daily i think he said and this number is not 100 percent accurate they've had 62 launches so far this year so anyway took over twitter i don't think that was a very smart investment unless he's got an end game that no one else is seeing mark zuckerberg saw the discord happening with twitter people that are on twitter started his own look-alike yeah. called Threads. Right. Now, Threads, which is a new Twitter-like platform, you can download it into your Instagram. I did find out, though, if you try to take it out of your Instagram once you download it, you've got to delete your whole profile. Yeah. Just saying. So, therefore, Elon Musk... It was tricky the way that they did it. And they're like, oh, we got 100 million subscribers out of nowhere. The way you did it was tricky. And now people can't delete it. And so I think that's what he... That's what he meant when he said Zuck is a cuck. I think he's he, over there getting wet with Twitter. You know what I mean? And then Zuck tries to fire something off. You know what I mean? Well, I think you can you can't delete it without deleting your profile, but I believe you can mute it as a as a um, option to not see threads. I think everybody should download it and then delete their entire Instagram profile. I don't give a fuck if Twitter goes down and threads continues. We're talking about billionaires here. Yes. Social platforms, the ability to um, have your right to voice what you want without it being silenced is important. But at the end of the day, I don't really give a fuck. It's these two billionaires that are now fighting over it. So this launched 
a bunch of shit talking, which then somehow UFC president Dana White instigates saying that yeah. there's a fight. They were going to fight previously to this whole Zuck as a cuck thing. There's a lot of beef between them. They don't like each other. There's Years a, there's been beef. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All this hype about them getting in, doing like a UFC fight because Mark Zuckerberg trains in MMA right. and jujitsu. Right. And I think Elon Musk, I don't know if he just started, but uh, whatever, yeah. he apparently does too. He doesn't care. Right. So then we- Elon's a big guy. Jiu-jitsu, that doesn't necessarily matter. That's why the fight would be so cool to watch. Oh my God, it would be amazing. (laughs) It would be fucking amazing. Now, uh, then I I get- Zuckerberg get his ass Then I get word, Elon Musk's mom is the reason we're we're not seeing a fight. Oh, really? Yes. Elon Musk's mom stepped in <laughs> and said, like, there's going to be no fight. I don't There'll know be why. no fight today, boys. Yeah. My son isn't going to fight. And then Elon Musk does what any true alpha male does when there's <laughs> the no other. When the, right. There's no other resolution. So now I challenge you to a Dick measuring a a dick-measuring contest. A literal. Pull your wiener out. I have a bigger dick than you, you pussy. 12.45 p.m., Zuck is a cuck. Zuck is a cuck. It's so juvenile, it is, it is everything. <laughs> and then, eight hours later... At 9 p.m., after a few glasses of wine, likely. Yeah, and, and probably some yelling at his help. He, yeah... He says, I propose a literal dick measuring contest and put a ruler icon. (laughs) You small dick fuck. What a freaking beast. What a beast. What a fucking nightmare. I mean, is there nightmare? What is there anything more juvenile? I love it because it's funny. Oh, it's it's funny. It's free speech. The point of Twitter is free speech. Facebook is controlled by the FBI and the CIA. And Twitter was as well until Elon bought it. Elon's a private citizen. He took the public company private. It's true. That's the point. Facebook, it's controlled. It's monitored. They can shut you down. They share information with the FBI. I mean, all your tweets, all your all your Instagram posts, everything, dude, it goes right to the U.S. government. It's about free speech. And although, yes, this is juvenile, it's also comedy. It's, oh, it's hilarious. Oh, it's 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 everything. And I love it because it's like, what are you going to do about it, motherfucker? Nobody can do shit I wanna because s- we still have the ability to say what the fuck we want to say. <laughs> okay. You know? Now, hold on one second. What I think he should have done. Yeah. Got 10 kids. Right. Shooting slugs out of a cannon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> he challenged him verbally i mean obviously it was text but i think what he should have done on twitter on twitter (laughs) without even typing anything yeah was to lay out the ruler and just just straight lay his (laughs) dick on the ruler (laughs) and 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 at mark zuckerberg (laughs) i feel like elon just wants to roll his dick out i mean he is african I wish he would have just laid his hog onto the yeah. measuring tape and just at Mark Zuckerberg. That's what if it. he's bluffing and he's got a baby? <laughs> I mean, that would be funny. What if he pulled his help and said, I know you got a huge cock. Come over here and lay it on it's the table. It's funny no matter what. It's amazing. I just love it. Th- these are the things that I just love. These are the things that make me happy. Yes.
This is the joy. This is the news I like. Yeah. There's no way that the media created that. No. I love social media. Well, you can't make this shit up. No. This is real life. This is reality. This is reality. That's there, right. This isn't scripted. No. 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 When things aren't scripted, they get down to a four-year-old level. I mean, did you hear the interview with Elon Musk where there's about a 10-second clip and he was being interviewed by, you know, someone from the uh, financial channel and the guy was asking him a question did you hear this you hear his response and stuff no i gotta play this this is amazing who's got the bigger dick bitch i love it okay here we go you ready i am let's talk a bit about your tweets because it comes up a lot even today it, it came up in you know anticipation of this i mean um you know you do some tweets that seem to be or at least give support to some who would call others conspiracy theories well, yes, but I mean, honestly, you know, some of these conspiracy theories uh, have turned out to be true. Which ones? Well, like the, the, oh. the Hunter Biden laptop. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that, that 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 was a pretty big deal. There was Twitter and 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 others engaged in active suppression of information that was relevant to the public. Um, that's that's a that's a terrible thing that happened. That's election but, interference. But. How do you make a choice? You don't see, I mean, in terms of when you're going to engage. I mean, for example, even today, Elon, you, you, you tweeted this thing about George Soros. Well, I'm looking for it because I want to make sure I quote it. <laughs> but you basically. It reminds me of Magneto. This is like, you know, calm down, people. This is not like made a federal well, case said, out of it. You also, <laughs> no, you said he wants to erode the very fabric of civilization and Soros hates humanity. Like, when you do something like that, do you Yeah, think I think about, that's true. That's my opinion. Okay. But Boom. why share it? Why share it? Especially because. Why not? Why share it when people who buy Teslas may not agree with you? Advertisers on Twitter may not agree with you. Because it's not all about um, the fucking money. Why not just this say, hey, it. I Watch. think this. You can tell me. We can talk about it over there. You can tell your friends. But why share it widely? I mean, uh, I, this is freedom of speech. I'm allowed to say what I want. You wanted. absolutely are. But I'm trying to understand why you do. Because you have to know it's got a... There, it, it puts you in, a, in the middle of a, the partisan divide in the country. It makes you a, a lightning rod for criticism. I mean, do you like that? I... You know, people today saying he's an anti-Semite. I don't think you are. No, I'm definitely. I'm, I'm like, I'm like a pro-Semite. <laughs> You're not going along with the fucking I, narrative, I you asshole. Is the case. Yes. But why would you even introduce the idea then? Why? That that would be the, the case. I, I mean, look, we, we don't dip. want to make this a, a George Soros interview. No, um, God, no. I don't. So, I don't want it at uh, all. But I'm. What I'm trying. Even came up though in the annual meeting. I mean, you know, do your tweets hurt the company? Are there Tesla owners who say, I don't agree with his political position because, and I know it because he shares so much of it. Or are there advertisers on Twitter that Linda Yaccarino will come and say, you got to stop, man. Or, you know, I can't get these ads because of some of the things you tweet. <laughs> are you fucking serious? <laughs> you know, I'm reminded of uh, the, the scene in The Princess Bride. Great movie. The Princess uh, Bride. Where he confronts the person who killed his father. He says... Prepare to die. Offer me money. Offer me power. I don't care. See, so you just don't care. <laughs> 
you want to share what you have to say? I'll say what I want to say, and if, 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 uh, if the consequence of that is losing money, so be it. Fuck okay. yeah. You know what? And, <laughs> and if you have not seen this... I mean, what a beast. But if you have not seen this, the way that Elon Musk... He's looking at him like, are you a fucking idiot? That is the problem. He tried to censor Elon Musk. But he also, live. he tried to push the narrative. Like, of. Shut the fuck up. Why are you doing this? Because it's going to hurt you. Basically saying you're going against the narrative. That's right. Why, don't you just why are you doing out? that? Yeah. And I love, he quotes. I'm not a good little slave like you. He quotes The Princess Bride You killed my father. Inigo Montoya. Yeah. Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to, to die. die. I'm looking for the six-fingered man. Yeah. <laughs> my name is Inigo Montoya. I love it when he fights Wesley. Yes. The, uh, the dread pirate Robert. Of course. The one. When he pulls him up. Yeah. On the rope, you know? Uh -huh. And they're so polite to each other uh, before they fight. You oh, know? my God. Yeah. He's like, forgive me for saying, how many fingers do you have on your hands? You know? Mm -hmm. And he's like... Pardon me, but why do you ask? You know? <laughs> yes. Oh, my He's God. He's like, I really like you. I, I just hate to have to kill you. Yeah. Prepared to die. <laughs> you killed my father. What if Zuck came out with a dick pic that was just like a freaking, you know, a telephone Just pole. a helmet. No, <laughs> no, it was just like, like a freaking huge microphone hanging down. Oh, my God. That's fucking nuts. Zuckerberg's actually Dirk Diggler in real life. Oh, yeah. He's fucking... Uh, He's the black dude on his dick is like hanging off the bed and touching the floor. Um, Such an epic meme. Have you seen the, you can buy the light receptacle where his dick is the light no. switch? <laughs> Shut the fuck you up. You know, he died. He did? And yeah, and someone's still making a fucking fortune off of him. That's crazy. Yeah, I've got a patch that goes onto my ruck bag or that can Velcro onto your hat of him. That's amazing. It is. So have you heard of the movie that's in theaters right now called Sound of Freedom. I have seen it, know very little about it, but I've been seeing it come up. So you haven't seen the movie, but you know about it. I do know that there is a movie that is new and it's called The Sound of Freedom, and I'm guessing it has to do with freedom and the sound. Well, what <laughs> it's about child trafficking, and it's about the um, uh, pedophilia. and it's I about just saw a trailer for it a few minutes ago, actually. Yeah, sex trafficking and, and children. Um, and it's really making a big wave. It's been in the theater since um, July 4th, and it's already grossed like $50 million, uh, which is a big number. So a lot of people are going to watch this, and more are going to watch it. We, we're going to go and watch it. But I, I, I wanted to, you know, as I heard about it, I did, a little, I did a little research. What it is, Sound of Freedom is a 2023 uh, American action film where a former government agent embarks on a mission to rescue children from sex traffickers in Colombia. But it sounds really good. Now, as I started looking into this, and I've been hearing a lot about this lately, um, this term MAPS. Have you heard the term MAPS? No, MAPS. MAPS, M-A-P, and M-A-P is a minor attracted person. So instead of calling them pedophile. So it's an acronym. Instead of calling them a pedophile now, meaning they're attracted to preteen children, the pedophiles are attracted to preteen. Well, which a pedophile would be. That's correct. So what they're doing is now they're including that in the LGBTQ plus movement. They're including a space for 
minor attracted persons, i.e., minor attracted person is an umbrella term with any condition that means sexually attracted to minors, including pedophilia, attraction to prepubescent children, hebophilia, attraction to pubescent children, early adolescence, and ephebophilia, attraction to late adolescence. So you have them pre-teen, during puberty, and after puberty, okay? But nonetheless, still underage. Yeah, and, and ultimately what you're doing is underage you're- Underage for our society you're normal, this day. You're normalizing pedophilia. You're, you're normalizing the sexual abuse of children. And apparently this is the fastest growing criminal um, action ever is this child trafficking and these child sex rings and all the shit that's happening around it. First of all, human trafficking in any sense, even if they're adults or teenagers or whatever, is you're you're selling slaves, but most of them are being used for sexual purposes. Well, the liberal media is bashing the film, saying that it's for racists and it's for QAnon people and it's for... Uh, white supremacists, and it's for all of these different things. They're calling it QAnon adjacent and fit for QAnon. Um, and they describe a film about human trafficking as fodder for conspiracy theorists, saying it's actually it's just a conspiracy theory. It's not even real. Now, how I look, I don't care what your political affiliation is. That's irrelevant to me, honestly. I don't give a shit. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I just want somebody to do a fucking good job. Okay? Right. I don't give a Get shit. Get in there and fucking Just work. do a good job for our country, please. You know what I'm saying? How could you defend something like this? How could you defend it? How could you say, oh, no, that's, that's actually... That's actually normal. We shouldn't be making movies talking about these people. This is um, this is a form of persecution for you to come after these people. Just because they're attracted to minors, you're going to persecute them? Well, the dude, um, Jared from Subway, he got how many years in jail for his fucking child pornography and fucking shit like that? Oh, for sure, as he should. Fuck but yeah. I'm saying, how how is it that they're going to come out against a movie that's exposing... I mean, the expose here is supposed to be just unbelievable. I haven't seen it. I'm going to see it this week. Maybe we should go watch it and then come back and report on it. Uh, that's exactly what we should do. But it's a pretty big deal. It's only in theater, so we should go watch it in the theater. It's got to be disturbing as fuck. I've heard it's quite disturbing. And I'll bet. And quite informative. Eye-opening. because Eye-opening. We're not human traffickers. So while we do know about that, I don't know about the operations of a human trafficking ring. Right. So that would be eye-opening if they are exposing yeah, some of these are. elements as to how What's how it's on. being marked. Like, yeah, I mean, the, whole thing, the dark web. That's fucked up. It's fucked up. So the film itself, I think they're doing a great service to humanity. I mean, how brave you have to be to put something out like that. It's strange that we have to even have these conversations, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't it weird that we have to even talk about this stuff? I mean... I would like to talk about other things, but these are the things that are bothering me. Right. Please share your thoughts, your perspectives, and some of you do. We just welcome even more of it. Join the show at manfuse.com or 770-744-5227.